Have you ever felt the frustration of trying too hard when it comes to being in your business? It could be that you're out of alignment when it comes to your human design. Now, human design is something that I have more recently started learning about. And so today on the podcast, I am chatting with Emily Tucker, a transformation coach and human design expert, how we can start showing up energetically when it comes to our human design in life and in business. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower you to live bravely. Each week, we'll share solo episodes and conversations with amazing people who have been willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. With a blend of practical and spiritual advice, we'll help you take brave steps in your own life. Now, here's your host, mindset and confidence coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey there, welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp and I am your host and I am so excited to share this week's episode with you, which is coincidentally episode number 222. And today we're talking all things human design. Back a few months ago, I had Rachel Weaver on the show and she was also someone who does human design. She does it from a perspective of a copywriter. And Emily is a transformation coach and she's going to be sharing how we can show up more energetically in our life and in our business. So if you've ever felt frustrated, feeling like you're swimming upstream when it comes to doing things in your business, then you want to listen up because I know that she's going to have some things that are really going to help you. So I am so excited to share this episode with you with Emily Tucker. Emily, thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. I appreciate you. Good morning. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're, we're doing double duty today. We're doing both um, a recording for the podcast, which I'm super excited about. But we're also going live into the Mindset Mentor Circle, which is my private Facebook group. And so I wanted to uh, bring you into this space because I just think that you're doing amazing things. And I think it'll be a great place for um, the people in the Mindset Mentor Circle to really get an opportunity to um, get to know you. So welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here to share my wisdom and to connect with your community. Awesome. So, you know, one of the things that I always ask people at the very beginning is I just say, tell us a little bit about yourself and also who you serve and just it's open to you to whatever yeah. you want to say, however you want to describe yourself. All right. So I see myself as a transformation coach. I use spirituality and leadership as part of my pillars. I come from a background in corporate health care and really has have dug into personal leadership. I have earned my master's in organizational organizational effectiveness and leadership. It's a very long title, right? And with that background and my spiritual journey, I've been able to blend this concept of that we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And that's the take that I take on my clients is we are this being that encompasses both those spheres and i use primarily what is called human design and we'll dig into that mm -hmm. and what that means and what brought me to it is i was constantly looking to fix and to understand myself and to learn more and what can i do to become better and i was on this journey and human design like i said human design 
design found me where it had this underlying piece that any other assessment personality tool would have you and it brought it back to the soul and it's this awareness tool that i find that's unlike anything else and it's one of those tools that you can have in your toolbox and and not saying one is better than the other right they can all be complementary and so it's just this insight of who are you designed to be energetically. So I serve professionals that are spiritually curious. They want to understand themselves. They want to, and they desire to have transformation and not just information that they go, great. What do I do with this now? So we can actually implement parts of who you are to this becoming. Mm, I love that. I was mentioning to you in a phone call that we had probably several Mm -hmm. weeks ago that I have just started to, you know, do research around human design and my human design and, Mm -hmm. and how enlightening it has really been for me. Like, I've just really started to see um, how open um, or closed I can be depending upon the circumstance and depending upon, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what's going on in my world. But not everybody does things a certain way and it's like anything else right it's like we automatically assume oftentimes like well everybody should do it the way I do it and everybody Mm -hmm. should process things the way I process things and that's not always the case so can you just for somebody maybe listening to this and, and is like what is human design and Maybe they're like, I'm not really even into the woo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, so can you like kind of like bring it home for us? Like what is what is human design exactly? Yeah, so we're going to demystify for a minute and bring it back to the human. So, you know, we think about woo and there's so many different things and it's like we we want to lean in and we're not really sure. And we're like, is this woo? Is this not woo? So Mm -hmm. I'm going to demystify that it's not entirely woo. Uh, and, and it's definitely this modern and ancient science blend. It's a system that brings that in together, quantum physics, biochemistry, astronomy. Uh, so you have all these different pieces of the puzzle. It's mm-hmm. mathematically based okay. as well. I did not know that. So the Yeah. So there's four components Mm -hmm. to human design and that's astrology. That is the I Ching. So when you think about genetics, you think about your purpose. You also have the Kabbalah tree of life Mm -hmm. and that gives you these gates and channels, this energetic flow. And then you also have the Hindu Brahmin chakra system. So when we think about chakra system, we traditionally think of the seven energy centers, you know, the colors of the rainbow root all the way up to crown. Mm -hmm. And we've evolved and uh, from the Uranian age, we've evolved from a seven to a nine. And I'm just going to get a little technical for just a yeah. minute. So we have the solar plexus, but we also have the splenic and those split into two. And because we've evolved to be emotional beings, we don't just need to run away from an animal, but we now are using and processing information. So that has split into have those two centers. And then the heart center has split into what's called the G center yeah. and also our ego. So when you think about ego, we're not thinking of it in the context you typically think of like the ego gets in the way, what have you ego is around your willpower and your material world when it comes to human design. So we are these nine energy centered being. Uh, so we have this energetic blueprint. So think of it of a map okay. and we have these nine energy centers. They can be colored or they can be non-colored. And what that means there's definitions or they're undefined. So do you have a stability in your chart of this 
energy center or not. And there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. It's simply how you're designed. And when you understand this energetic flow and these components, you can show up authentically yourself. You give yourself permission to show up as you. And like you said, Andrea, like we're not meant to have this cookie cutter approach. You're supposed to have this system or this structure process this way or, Mm -hmm. or do this and do that. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, we hear how many different systems and processes there are. They're all wonderful, right? (laughs) are they are they right for you right are they right for you Mm -hmm. and it gives you this permission slip to be you authentically Mm -hmm. so it's just really it's a wonderful gift to be able to do that for people Mm -hmm. one of the things that has been coming up with me, you know, a lot. Um, I just was talking to someone on an Instagram live about this and about expansion and the Mm -hmm. expansiveness that uh, we can experience. And I would love to like ask you when you understand or when you are starting to kind of dive into human design for yourself and the transformation, what what is available for you in expansiveness Mm -hmm. when you start to go into that? Yeah. So I think there's no limit. Mm -hmm. There's no limit because human design is this experience. It's this experiment and it's this ongoing journey. There's never a destination. It's it's this onion. You're continually unfolding uh, more layers of it. And there's depth of human design. There's environment, there's health, there's relationship dynamics, family dynamics. Like there is this depth of information of how you can interpret and play with it. Mm -hmm. Right. And one of the examples, how it's shown up for me is I'm a manifester. There's five different energy types. And one of them is manifestors and they're about 8% of the population and they were typically the leaders. So you think about, they can just initiate and go and do. So you like, think of the slogan, just do it, right? Not everyone's meant to just go do it. These are typically the manifestors. And because historically manifestors were the leaders, that's what we heard. That's what we were conditioned to think. And that's not everyone's energy type. Okay. Yeah. So for me, understanding that I'm to be this, this big energy, this impactful energy mm-hmm. to go do and run and say, and also one of the strategy parts of strategy is to form people because you as an, well, me as a manifester, I can just go and do, yeah. but you can lose the crowd that way. Right. So you just got to go, Hey, I'm going to New York city. Does anyone want to come with me? If you are like, let's go. If not, not a big deal. So understanding that I'm meant to blaze this trail and do it unapologetically, it gives me permission to show up that way and understand I'm not meant for everyone. So that's just one way of leaning into my design Mm -hmm. is, am I creating impact? Am I initiating? Am I seeing an opportunity and leaning into it um, versus there's other energy types that are, that's not how they're meant to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's just this level of permission that you continue to give yourself with every day. Okay. So with the theme of showing up, cause I do love that. Mm-hmm. Um, how are the other types showing up? Yeah. So we can dig into that for just a minute. So there are five different energy types. Like I said, manifestors, we also have projectors. So those are the people that can see through the trees. They are the guides. They are here to do things much more efficiently. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they see things and they can go, gosh, like, why are these other people not seeing it? Do they not understand what, why it's right in front of them? Well, they're not seeing it the way that a projector is seeing it. So they have this magical view Mm -hmm. that, others may not. And they're about 20% of the population. So they're even more so than the manifester. 
Yeah. So oh, the, okay. the, the smallest group are reflectors okay. and they're about 1% and they are literally the mirror to communities, to the world. They are completely open and undefined, which means they're going to take on other people's energy and they're going to look back. So if you want a, a health check or a, a pulse on what's going on in the community, mm-hmm. these reflectors literally give you back that information. Uh, so they're 1%. So they're very rare. And again, as we're evolving, that's where these, this reflector group has come in yeah. and evolved and has been created. So we have uh, manifestors, we have projectors, we have reflectors, and we also have uh, generators. Mm -hmm. So they're about a third of the population and they're here to generate energy and they have what's called a defined sacral space and that sacral energy center. They're here to be lit up by their work. And when they do that, they're energetically aligned. They're bringing people into their space. They're bringing people Mm -hmm. in magnetically because they're doing what they love and they're generating this energy. Their strategy is to respond and that can mean different things. So one way I I try to explain this, like you have an experience Mm -hmm. and you go, do I want to do this again? Do I not want to do this again? And you lean back into your body and go, huh? Like, is this something that I want? And you say yes of more of the things that you want. Mm -hmm. And you say no of the things that aren't serving you. And as you go on, you start to say yes to the things that are right for you. You find more alignment, you find more joy, you find your purpose and you lean into that Mm -hmm. because you're responding to what's coming to you rather than just going and creating it. And you're going to find resistance as a generator. If you're trying to go do, go do, go do, Mm -hmm. um, you can certainly look to partner up with someone like a manifestor to just go create, but you're having this response of, is this something that I want? Now, let me ask you a question about the response, because I maybe didn't understand that before. Mm. I think you're explaining it a little bit um, more in detail than what I had maybe heard. So Mm. when you say in response, it's more like in response to your own, like what's coming up within you or in response to somebody else? So it can be both. And like I said, it's this experience, it's experiencing it, experimenting and experiencing it. Right. So you get to lean into what does a response meter look like for you? So for an example, you could see there's a summit coming up and you're like, Ooh, do I want to experience this? And most often there's a sacral connection and authority for generators. And you're going to have this like yes or no response. Yes. And as you teach yourself to understand what does this yes or no mean in my body, Mm -hmm. you can then say yes. Uh, If you're finding resistance, it's likely a no default to a no and practice with it. So it could be, you see an opportunity. It could be, Hey, do you want to be a a podcast guest? You know, there can be this different levels of what does a response mean or look like? So it's not going to look the same every time. Mm -hmm. And you, by practicing it will lean into what does a response mean to you? Okay. Uh, does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, does that really make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're responding to kind of like almost like a stimulus, like in the sense of mm. like what's happening and I'm responding to that. So whether it's in me, in, you know, inviting me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some, okay. Interesting. I'm a generator. So that, that does make a lot of sense. I thought, and sometimes I was like in response to what? <laughs> like yeah, what yeah. I- <laughs> so it could be people, okay. experiences, yeah. opportunities, mm-hmm. uh, and you'll start to lean into what feels right and what does not feel right. Like an example, uh, someone, I, I just use this PTA example because I feel like the PTA, PTO people can understand that. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
there could be this opportunity to help. And you're like, I don't really want to help this way. However, I can help by baking or I can help the next time. And you're leaning into what's this response for you? Mm. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah. So it, and you can also change the game up. You're allowed to say no and give your different terms. And that, I think, you know, that comes to learning to use your voice and what feels right and going with your instinct and different parts of who we are yes. uh, to be able to have these opportunities that feel right for us. Yeah. Um, because as a generator, a not self-theme is frustration. And here's where the cycle comes into play. So let's say you say yes to this opportunity, this person, this experiment, whatever, what have you, right? Mm -hmm. And it comes at time. You're like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have energy. I don't want to do this. There comes the frustration and there's a cycle because you've now committed and said something that you now don't want to do. And you're now wasting your energy on something that's not right for you. And it's just not in alignment. So you're going to feel this level of frustration and that's natural. And that's a guy who's saying, mm, let's look at this. Okay. <laughs> was this, was this right for me? Mm -hmm. Why or why not? You know, did I feel not like I had enough time or enough, or re enough resources, or I wanted to spend my energy on something else. Mm -hmm. So it gives you this feedback yeah. naturally through your body and through your emotions. I find that so fascinating because I think growing up, um, you know, I, I always just defaulted to you do certain things because you commit to them or it's mm. expected. And so in order, you know, and even in business, even as an entrepreneur or mm. as a coach, when I first got into this space too, it was the same type of thing. It's like, well, if something, you know, is presented to you, you do it because it's just kind of an expectation. And that was, just, of course, because of my own, what was my own upbringing mm. and my own, you know, environment, right? But then when I started to understand human design and I'm like, oh, I get an opportunity to say no. <laughs> and mm -hmm. there, and I really woke up to this understanding that when I'm frustrated or I'm feeling like this is not working, there's a reason for that. And it's mm -hmm. something that I need to take a deeper look at. What did I say yes to or no to that? is not aligning for me and is not, you know, um, really putting me in in a space to be able to make more impact. Now, in in the Mindset Mentor Collective, which is a Facebook group that mm -hmm. I host for entrepreneurs and coaches, and if you're listening to the podcast and you're not part of that yet, jump in and um, definitely become part of that community. But it is especially for entrepreneurs and coaches. And so I kind of want to just dial in for them because I think this is a really important thing. Mm -hmm. So what about human design when it comes to understanding your human design and being a coach? Maybe they're not a human design coach, but how will that impact their coaching business or entrepreneurial life? So I think first and foremost, when you show up as your most authentic self, that's when you're the most magnetic. Okay. So understanding your design allows you to show up as the same person in your business and lean into what makes sense. So understanding how you make decisions in your human design is going to be the same way you use them in your business. Mm -hmm. So someone who let's say has a splenic authority, a spleen authority, they're meant to make in the moment, quick decisions. And if that's who and how you're designed to operate, lean into doing more of that in your business. Does this launch feel right? Yes or no. Does this launch feel right 
right now? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Does this does this make sense to add a team member? Does it make sense to, you know, you start to ask these questions to practice leaning into what feels right in your decision-making. So decision-making, thinking about your launch, thinking about what projects are you saying yes to? Uh, and I just want to jump back real quick. So manifest manifesting generators are hyper. They're the last energy type. Mm-hmm. They're multi-passionate. So if you're someone who's a manifesting generator, you're meant to have different things going on. And again, you have these components of a generator. So what are you saying yes to? Are you putting 10 different projects on your plate or should you really be putting four? Okay. Does this feel right right now? Now, does this feel right later? You know, does, if you're thinking about, let me think about launching a podcast. Okay. Is this the right time? Yes or no. And it always comes back to bringing it back to the body. And I want to connect it to mindset too. Mm -hmm. So mindset's incredibly important, but we also have the subconscious mind is 95% of what's in control. Mm -hmm. It's our body. So when we think about, when we get back into our body, when we use our human design, that leads us naturally. And we can get into our heads oh, and yeah. recreate these stories yeah. and forget to lean into our bodies. And that's where the answers really lie. Mm, I love that. So as an entrepreneur, give yourself this guidance through your intuition, through your body to be able to serve your clients and your customers better. Because mm-hmm. again, when you're energetically aligned, we're in, you're in an energetic good space, people are going to naturally come to you and you're not in resistance. You're actually in flow and who doesn't want more flow Mm -hmm. (laughs) and their life and flow in their business. And you start to create, and I know you talk a little bit about manifesting, you start to manifest and create this life and this business that you love and you enjoy because you are authentically aligned. I love that. That is so good. I was even talking to a client yesterday who was making a decision and was having a hard time making a decision. And as soon as you were, you were talking about that, I was immediately thought, Oh, I think maybe she needs Mm -hmm. to, to investigate human design because it it could be Mm -hmm. that like, you know, um, she's having a hard time making the decision because she's not tuning in to Mm -hmm. her body and understanding her full design. And, and I think that, yeah, we do get in our heads when it's like, Oh, I should be doing this. Like kind of the, The topic was (laughs) come and I'm sure so many people can relate to this, but it's like I've spent so much money and I would hate to not see anything come of it. So I don't Mm want to just bail on this, you know, and, you know, after spending all this money and I was saying to her, I'm like, you know, this is a foundational piece to what you're doing and look at this as an investment in you, not an investment just in, you know, um, the programs or the coaching or whatever that you've been in. But I'm kind of almost like hearing you say that when you're really in touch with an understanding how you were created, like from a, from a human design standpoint, it's like, you're able to go, okay, yeah, listen, now I know, you know, when is it a right decision to move forward on a new program? Or should I sit back and take a little time? And, and you have this almost like, uh, sense or awareness or keen awareness to like, and that's okay. Yes, I can. And the world's not going to fall apart. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Is that, is that right? Is that like when you have an understanding of your human design? Yeah. So I, I just had this aha that I want to share. So, you know, you talked about being a generator and 
this response, right? So if you're having messages coming through, Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, can you help me with that? That is you then responding to people's needs. Mm -hmm. So if you're finding a theme with your clients and your customers, great, create a program. That's your response mechanism. I'm seeing this opportunity and responding to it. So again, when you know what's specifically right for you, you're going to show up energetically, right? So making decisions, uh, how you communicate, how you process information is going to be specific to you. Mm-hmm. So one way that I use it in my coaching, I, I love decision-making because we spend how much time Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we make 35,000 decisions mm-hmm. a day. So think about the, the rewiring of the subconscious, right? So when we know how to intuitively make decisions that are right for, we're, we're breaking down the curve. We're doing what's right for us. And there's this conditioning process. Mm -hmm. So an example for me, I have an emotional authority. I'm not meant to make decisions that are quick. I'm meant to have the dust settle. So not on a high, not on a low. And that also can be more time or space than other people are willing to to, to be okay with. And part of my deconditioning process is setting those boundaries in a loving way Mm -hmm. of I need more time for this decision. And you just know when there's clarity, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, like the slank, they're going to be quick. Emotional is not, and it's leveraging those two. So we, especially, you know, as an entrepreneur, when you're working with clients, holding space for people in their different energetic blueprints too. Okay, so, so can yeah. I, can I ask you a little bit about that? Like, so when you're yeah. for you, like, it could be like a decision, like, okay, I invite you to be a guest on the podcast and you're like, okay, I need to make I need to like sit on that decision. Is this right for me? So it would take you a little bit of time to know that answer. Like that's. So it can ebb and flow. So, you know, when you think about a bigger decision, like buying a car, buying a house, entering in a relationship, you want to be able to have that clarity before you just jump onto it. Cause we all, as humans, we get excited. We're like, Ooh, this is shiny. This is pretty. This is fine. Yeah. And then the dust settles and then you're like, ooh, this is not really what I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) And then you've got a backpedal, you know, whether it's a large investment. So like I actually had this with one of my, my clients, it was a large investment. She was super excited. She wanted to see this particular speaker Mm -hmm. and she signed up. And then guess what? One of the speakers, the one that she was looking to see wasn't able to be in, be there anymore. Uh, so then it was like, gosh, like, how do I sit with this? Do I go? Do I not go? And we went right back and how is the right way for her mm-hmm. to make a decision? And it was to back out. It the energetically didn't feel aligned anymore. So we didn't waste days or weeks sitting with it. We were able to sit down, reflect on it and take action. And everyone again, they have different authorities. It's honoring what makes sense for you. And then also communicating that with the people that are in your life. Mm-hmm. So it can be as far as much as like, you know, learning how to make decisions intuitively or, um, or really like, you know, I, I love how you brought up the program thing. It was so funny that you did that. I was like, that was really mm-hmm. actually meant for me. Thank you very much. I will take that. You're welcome. <laughs> and, you are welcome. And you didn't even know. Um, but it was so funny that you said that because there, there are so many times where you hear people talk about like, you should start a program like this. And, you know, and for me, I find, you know, as coaches, you know, um, you can pull the audience, you know, and I'm like, Nobody responds to those polls very often, and I'm not getting any real. Can I can I give you a little insight? Yeah. 
generators are going to be the most to, to respond to those. Really? <laughs> because Yeah. And they're typically responding to like, yes, no answers, especially if they're a SACL. Um, so when you understand your design, you can understand how to pull your audience and what kind of questions. So someone who's an emotional authority, they're going to be leaning into more of that feel oh. versus like, yeah. So like when you think about polling, you're only going to get an X amount of people because people, if they're not generators, they may not lean into that respond. Does that make sense? It it totally (laughs) makes sense. Because I, and as a generator, I don't, sometimes I don't even want to put, I don't even want to put that out. Like, to be honest with you. So if you're feeling resistance, lean into why are you being resistant? Are you, and then again, like these stories, are we saying nobody wants to respond to these? Is it, how are we presenting it? Is it how we're sharing it? You know, we can then do it and, 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 internal reflection of how are we showing up energetically? You know, when you think about, oh gosh, no one's going to listen to this. No one's going to respond to this. That's the energy you're actually putting into that. And think about it. People are not going to respond because you've also created that story that is now being manifested. So there's how many, there's a few different parts of that, right? No, Um, you're so right. Because one of the, the, the new program that I'm launching, which is actually a revamped version of something I did last summer. And it was again, in response to what, my clients were saying that they needed and there was part of part of me that was like oh okay well I would never have probably done this particular program it's you know but it is in response to and I'm finding even as I do through launch processes and doing all of those things that some days like yesterday I was in the middle of launching for a workshop and massive resistance again like massive resistance. And I had to sit back and go, I closed my my laptop and I was like, all right, you just need to go take a walk. You know, where's this coming from? You know, what's going on? Are you still supposed to do this? And I was like, yes, I really feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. But I was in my head trying to think I needed to come up with all of the plan, which did not feel aligning to me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and so you know, I was like, I had to like, let that go. But the part of me that used to show up as a coach this way, was always frustrated, because I'm being Mm. asked or told to do certain things. And then it wasn't working. And I'm like, I'm doing everything you tell me. I'm a very good student. I would do it to a T. It is not generating the results that you're telling me it's going to generate. And understanding a little bit more of my human design, and like I've mentioned, I'm only just like, you know, in the water, like barely, you Mm -hmm. know, walking in the water here. Um, I'm already starting to understand more about it. Okay, but I want to go, can we go deeper? Yeah. Can we go deep? Yeah. Oh, bring it on. Because here's something um, I'm sure people who are listening to this um, are going to be like, oh my gosh, there's so much to this. And this is why I definitely want you to actually Mm -hmm. to connect with Emily because, um, I really do honestly believe that when you start down this road for yourself, it's going to open things up for you. So that's why I want to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Gates. Mm-hmm. And there was another word that you used before, and I can't remember what it was. Gates and... Channels. Don't understand that. What is that all about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we have uh, 64... We have 64 channels, 64 gates rather, um, sorry, 64 channels, 32 gates. So two channels make a gate. 
And when you have two channels. Okay. Yep. Okay. It's like two pathways <laughs> making a gate. Yeah. yeah okay. So you, you have, I'm, I'm just, I'm, yep. I use my hand. Yep. So, so let's think about your sacral space, right? So let's say you have a, a gate that comes out of that. Mm-hmm. And let's say we have your solar plexus. There's a gate that comes out of that. If they're in the same line, the same space, they're now creating a channel. Okay. And each gate has a specific characteristic message. And then also when they're combined, there's this bigger message, this bigger uh, characteristic that comes to it. Mm -hmm. And when you have this whole channel that's connected, that's when you have a definition in energy centers. Okay. So if you have, let's say your sacral to your solar plexus, those now become both defined and you have this energetic flow that is yours. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I have seen the chart and I've seen where mine does connect and where it does not connect. Mm -hmm. So I do understand that. So like if you pull up your chart, you would be able to see like where they actually do connect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so for me, I'm going to give an example in some context. Uh, I have just a few different channels that connect for me. Mm -hmm. And one of them is the gate of correction. And this is where when we get into the deeper parts of human design, uh, gate of correction, there are so many different ways that you can use it. There is the shadow frequency mm-hmm. and there's higher frequencies of how to use these gates too. So we can dig into those mm-hmm. uh, in coaching. And so a shadow part of the gate of corrections that you see something that can be fixed, that become better. Yeah. And that's also why I think I've been on this journey of like, how do I fix? How do I do this? How mm-hmm. do I do that? Uh, but if you're using that energy in the wrong way, the shadow self can come out and I can see that there's things wrong with other people. Again, that's also a reflection of myself. Mm-hmm. So when I'm looking at this gate of correction, if I'm not using energetically in the right way, I'm like nitpicking at people oh, or yeah. seeing things and the shadows are coming through yeah. rather than if you're using it in your purpose mm-hmm. and you're using it energetically correctly, you are saying, okay, like how can I fix and solve some of these things? Yeah. And like the gate of correction can be a gift. It can be this beautiful thing if you're using it in an energetically right way. So like for me, I see problems. I want to fix them. Let's see how we can fix it. Like I am this resourceful. Let's look at the different angles. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, and as part of my coaching approaches, I can see this gate of correction and I can use that in a, a loving heart centered way of, you know, I'm seeing this as an opportunity or something that you want to work on. Let's move you into this space that it's energetically you're using in the right way. Okay. So not more or less fixing someone, but you're finding more of a solution. Mm -hmm. So we each have these different characteristics and components of how we're to energetically use ourselves. So for me, I'm here to help with that gate of correction. I'm also, I have this gate of crisis, okay. <laughs> lightning of the dark. So like I can be there for people in these moments. And it's also part of my design. Um, and then you also will go a little deeper based on how these channels show up for you. There's what's called an incarnation cross mm-hmm. and there are four quarters and there's different expressions of them as well. Uh, So mine is the uh, service is the incarnation of service. So I'm here to be of service to people, right? We're all here to serve others. Mm -hmm. However, how are we using that with other people? How are we stepping into our purpose and what feels right when I'm helping people? I, I, I am exploding with light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So knowing just some of your gates, some of your channels, 
knowing your purpose, it leans you into how am I, how am I using this? And it's not, you know, not everyone's meant to be a coach, but that could be a really great way. But when you're looking at your incarnation cross, how am I using this as part of my coaching? How am I using this as an entrepreneur? So you can connect those two as well. So there's, again, there's this depth and because it's very personalized, I want to, you know, I want to be able to dig in and help you have this awareness of where am I using my gifts? And um, when you think about the gates and channels, there's different types of circuitry too. Mm-hmm. So there's what's called collective. So there's also tribal, you know, is your energy really connected on how you serve quote unquote, your community in your tribe and this give and take. So there's this energetic connections with each of these gates and channels. There's a signature, will you? Okay. So understanding that part as well can be a really great thing. Uh, and how you show up for your community, how you show up for your clients, because uh, understanding that type of energetic circuit, you're able to lean into that more. Does that make sense? Yep. I threw a lot of information. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. Um, it makes it makes a lot of sense. And I think that as coaches, entrepreneurs, you know, when we're working with clients, or we're doing certain things, and, you know, we're, we're not only making an impact, but we're also kind of, you know, working out things in our own lives as we go and wanting to show up in a way that is truly authentic. And if you're not showing up in that way, it can, it can feel off-putting or frustrating or like you want to quit or, you know, I'm done with this. And maybe it's, it's not that you need to be done as much as take a deeper look at maybe there's something you're missing or you should be like pivoting in some way. To mm-hmm. to do you know more of of what light does light you up, which which I think is amazing. This okay, mm-hmm. this is so okay. I love this so much. <laughs> I am loving I am loving this conversation, and I hope you know if there are any questions, please reach out. Yeah. we dig we dug into so much. So you know, I just want to let them all know. Certainly, reach out with any questions because I'm sure many have come up. Yeah. Oh, well, and this is the thing, like, I think it's so, you know, like, oftentimes, you know, we're, we're going, well, how do we, we continue to expand and grow ourselves and mm-hmm. elevate? Um, I noticed for myself when I this year uh, was probably, yeah, 2022 was when I was introduced to human design. And it was kind of like a slow, um, like a slow introduction for me into it, but I've had some really amazing conversations around it um, as the year has gone on and, and it continues to, you know, be a thread through my year so far. So that's been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I've also seen that when I have an understanding of my human design and my purpose, you know, um, in a real sense of who I am, you know, personally, it has really helped me and really, um, I've allowed myself and given myself permission to do things that I maybe wasn't doing before because I wasn't looking there or I wasn't investigating that. And this gave me permission. I would love to know when people do work with you and they do have, um, you know, and a better understanding of human design, what does that look like to actually work with you? Yeah. So we, I do one-on-one sessions and we get to discover, we unlock, we bring awareness and we shift. Mm -hmm. So I find it in a space that I, I default to where you're needing assistance. Where are you looking to grow? Mm -hmm. So, you know, is it the resistance in your business? Is it 
communicating in your relationships? Is it, you know, going back to decision-making, is it, how are you leading into Mm decision-making? So I default to what feels right for, for you as a client and almost in a way focus on like that one thing approach, because if you do too many things at once, you're not going to be able to sustain Mm -hmm. that lifestyle, that shift, that change. So a very layered approach of how we do that. So very much this uncovering, let's discover, let's create awareness because you can't do any anything unless you have this level of awareness. So example tone, when you think about communication, if you're not aware of your tone, you can't change it. Yeah. Uh, so something as simple as that is I lean into what you're finding is an opportunity for you. And we deconstruct that and we rewire, we relearn, we decondition, we give you permission to really step in that space and to love yourself a little bit more. And usually with that, you release this guilt and this shame and this conditioning that you've had. And it may be, you know, 30 plus years, 20 plus years, 40 plus years, you know, it could be a limiting story that you've had from your family it could be generational trauma that you're trying to break and tribal energy and especially that's in circuitry too mm-hmm. if you're stuck to this tribal energy it's really challenging to break through because you're looking at your identity you're looking at who you are and who you're becoming and you separating from that. And that can be very difficult in the sense that you feel lonely. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, when you think about, and here's just an example, if you're someone that is being an entrepreneur for the first time and you are not like the rest of your family, no one in your family understands entrepreneurship, what it means, what it looks like. It doesn't feel safe. You know, tribal energy is safety and security, right? It's like that root safety and security. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to, to break yourself through as an entrepreneur and you're still stuck on this tribal energy and the identity of this tribe that you have with your family, you're actually, you're getting stuck in this pattern to not be able to move yourself and propel yourself forward. So you're holding yourself back from success. If you're still stuck in this tribal energy of your family, Mm -hmm. if they don't understand what that means or what that looks like, does that make sense? And and (laughs) as a question, like, you know, when they are stuck in tribal energy or when they, when they Mm -hmm. do identify that, then what happens next? It's let's deconstruct that story. Okay. Is this a story that's still serving you? Um, One of my, my greatest Uh, connections and friends, Kelly Brock, she talks about this principle a lot, uh, is this table Mm -hmm. is let's knock the table down. Let's knock the legs of the table down and we get to deconstruct the story and really say, is this really serving us? Mm -hmm. Is this something that is still true? You know, when you think about money stories, uh, money doesn't grow on trees, money doesn't this money doesn't that. Right. And we're able to say, right. Like, is this does this make sense anymore? Is this really what we want to create? Um, and have this becoming of who you want to be. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay. So there's so much that that you can do. Like you can look at it from a mm-hmm. business perspective, personal decision-making, um, relational, all sorts of different ways, which if you're kind of feeling, you know, you like, as you said, you know, your transformational coach catalyst, you know, and really understanding how you can transform in, in the different areas through human design. 
Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah, it's, awesome. it is, it's limitless. There's so many different ways that you can use and experiment with it. Awesome. That's amazing. Well, I really appreciate you joining me today. So Emily, thank you so much for being a guest on the Courage Cast today. I so appreciate you. Where can people connect with you uh, and learn more about what you do? Yeah. So you can find me on pretty much every platform. So I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, so any of those platforms and one of the things to do to get started on your journey is to pull up your human design chart. So just a few things that you need is your, your time of birth, your date of birth and your location of birth. Um, and just because you don't have that information doesn't mean you can't work with me. I certainly can help transform how with other tools and modalities. So you can find me, like I said, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Awesome. Thank you, Emily, for being with me. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. Wow. I am walking away with so much more insight into myself, but also into human design. And quite frankly, quite excited to dive even deeper. You know, one takeaway that I'm going to really be applying in my own life is that there's no right or wrong when it comes to our human design type, that we just have to give ourselves permission to show up as ourselves. And for a long time, I think that I was looking for a prescribed way of doing things. And so this has just really shown me that there's no right or wrong way to do things that we just really have to know how we can show up when it comes to our own lives and our businesses, our relationships and in every other way. I want to encourage you to connect with Emily. I will put all of her links in the show notes and I'm sure that she can help you when it comes to getting your human design chart as well as really having a transformation in your own life and in your business. Friend, thank you for hanging out with us today. And uh, and if we're not already connected on Instagram, you can find me at, at Andrea Crisp Coach. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.